the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody's been down, hit the bottom, hit the ground. Ooh, you're not alone. Just take a breath, don't forget, hang on to his promises. He wants you to know you're Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Hello, everyone, and happy Saturday. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I'm so glad you are here with us today. Whether you are considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it, this is the show you'll want to listen to. You know, divorce seems to affect everyone in some way. It can be an overwhelming life event, not only for the person going through it, but also for friends and family of those divorcing. We're here to walk the path with you, bringing you specialists who can help you make better decisions, provide you resources, and give you ideas about how to be your best in a time that, frankly, can bring out your worst. And today, we are joined by a super lawyer. Uh Uh-huh. Last week, we celebrated the 007 episode with a little James Bond inspiration. And today, maybe, maybe, just maybe a little superhero humor, I think. (laughs) Okay, so I just had it. However, Craig Haston is here with us today, and he is, in fact, a super lawyer. And that's a real and important honor. But seriously... Craig is a well-respected attorney in the Houston, Texas area, and has been practicing law for more than 26 years. He's board certified in family law and is a fellow in the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. And that is also a big deal. So today we are talking about divorce and money and what you can do to protect and preserve assets, especially in high net worth cases. We'll find out about what uh, a high net worth case is, what you need to consider in those cases, talk about some issues that may be overlooked, and even give you some, wait for it, super tips from a super lawyer. I know you're laughing. And now I'm happy to welcome that super lawyer, Craig Haston. Craig, I'm having a little bit of fun with the whole super lawyer thing. I know, I know. But that's a really big thing. So welcome. And let's start with that. What is a super lawyer? Tell us about that. Well, uh, we don't wear capes. You don't? No I was capes. waiting for you to um, have the cape today. <laughs> unfortunately, instead of a cape, we wear uh, you know suits and ties, <laughs> what we, we call our uniforms for court. But, but underneath that, at any minute, you know, 
You know, the Clark Kent, it's the Superman T-shirts underneath it, right? Uh, well, I'm in my 50s. I'm not sure anybody wants to see that at this point, but uh, we try. You try. Um, and, and, you know, I don't have any superpowers other than what comes out of my mouth and well, what's in my brain. Well, you know, I got to think that some people might think you have some superpowers when you help them walk through what can be a real challenging time. So It really is a very difficult time, and we do our best to help our clients through those things. Of course you do. So yeah. what is the super lawyer? Super lawyer is uh, it's a designation given to uh, different lawyers in different areas of practice of law. Okay. Many different areas of practice of law. Uh, family one, family law being the one that I've been considered a super lawyer in for uh, over 10 years now. Wow. I think, I'm not sure, I think I'm maybe four. I, I don't want to say. I think it's it's over ten years. It's it's been a while. Uh, yes, <laughs> and uh, you you never know when you're going to get it or oh, you if don't. you're going to get it. Do you apply for it? You don't apply for it. Oh wow! You just get contacted one year and you're told that you have been no- nominated uh, and are being considered for being a super lawyer. You don't have to apply. You don't. There's nobody to call and ask. How do I become one? There's no forms. There's no fees to pay. Um, it's basically peer driven. Um, and you're nominated by your peers, oh. your other lawyers in your practice, okay. as well as uh, the nominating committee who reviews uh, papers you've written, things you've achieved, groups and boards you've been involved with, what you've done to contribute to your profession, uh, clients that you've worked for, interviews. It's pretty intensive on how they, uh, how you get named a super lawyer. So wow. it's not one of those things where you pay money and then all of a sudden you're a super lawyer. <laughs> that's, that's exactly where I was going to get. So it's really definitely an honor that you're, it's kind of the country is looked at, scoured, people are interviewed, maybe ask your peers. And, and it, to have something uh, generated by your peers, that says something. It, it really does. It, it feels great. And uh, every, year, every year I wonder, am I going to get that letter this year? I sure <laughs> hope I do. Uh, and and every year it comes in, um, and it's always exciting. Uh, it's not something that we, you know, you can't, you can never take it for granted. You have to keep doing your best job no. every day, Absolutely. putting one foot in front of the other. Absolutely. Well, and that's that's nice to hear. I mean, we can't take anything for granted, and 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 awards too. When you you hope for it, you hope you're recognized, and and so I'm glad. Congratulations. Well, when, when's the time that you usually get that letter? Um. Well, you're allowed to announce it in September of the year. Okay. So maybe sometime in the next couple of months you might find out. I can neither uh, acknowledge nor deny deny. (laughs) that statement. Okay. And and the super... Uh, superhero-ness is coming out here. I don't, <laughs> so, I don't know if that's superhero-ness. So, uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll take you down to my underground lair and we'll talk about okay, it. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. You can give me a ride in the cool car, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. You know, oftentimes I talk about uh, we can have a little levity on this show because we're talking about a serious subject. Right. And sometimes, myself included, you know, having gone through divorce, Knowing, uh, you know, it, it can really unravel a life. Um, we've been in the past couple of shows kind of laughing about this knot. And I know we've talked about it before, you know, untying the knot. I had a, I had a, a, a guest on that talked about, well, I, I always thought it was a bow. <laughs> I was like, it, it, it can be. And you can, you know, if we're, if we're kind of using that as a metaphor with divorce, you know, just 
easily untying that bow. But mm-hmm. sometimes, as we all know, I mean, think about your running shoes or something like that. We go to untie that bow and all of a sudden it's in this knot. And and divorces can, if we're looking at that, can kind of be that way. Like it looks like it's going to be very easy, going to be very amicable. But, you know, and I've said that before on the, this show, mine as well, my divorce, that I, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be, I guess, as easy as I think it was. And it and it wasn't. And it continued on to have repercussions going down, you know, in the future. Isn't that the truth? Your, your uh, divorce was, uh, I often use your divorce as an example. Of what not about, to do. <laughs> no, I use it as an example of how people can overcome, uh, how people can overcome one of the worst divorces I've ever seen or heard of in my life. And the success that they have and growing from what they've been through. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that, you know, that's that's what our hope is. Right? Uh, right. In this show to be able to give people that. And that's that's a lot of where the passion came from for me to mm-hmm. start this show, because I did go through a very, um, uh, I, I guess, very tightly double knotted and maybe knitted together and <laughs> you know, tried to end up. I think we could do a whole show just on I'm... your divorce. <laughs> and um, I would probably cry three times yeah. uh, because of what you went through. I would... uh, but it also inspires me. And inspires me to tell people who find themselves in really, really difficult situations that they think are hopeless yeah. uh, that I have a sister who went through something that, it, although your situation is bad, hers was 20 times worse. And I can tell you where she is today, and she's a very successful person. Well, and and, and those listeners right now may not be putting these things together. And, and I, I, if you've listened to episode two, you would have found out that Craig is my brother. We have Correct. different names. Uh, <laughs> and so the person he's talking about is me. And so thank you. And yes, it's that's why I'm here today to be able to uh, oftentimes, and I remember back when I started down the process, you said to me, you know, don't go down this road if you're not ready for it. And I didn't really know what that meant. I was in the middle of, you know, emotion and turmoil and worry. And and that, you know, day and age, uh, uh, there, there, there wasn't divorce coaches. You know, I went to a mm-hmm. counselor. I called you. We were in different states. Uh, but, you know, it, it there, there was nothing much anyone could do. There wasn't somebody I could go to and help them, you know, have them help me look at this thing eyes wide open. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have made better decisions. Hopefully I would have, but that's what we're here today. And one of the big knots, <laughs> so getting back to that metaphor in cases can be the, the amount of asset, the assets, the, the money, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, and that's not just when we're talking high net worth cases today, and that's not just, you know, necessarily income, or the maybe the overall estate, uh, the, the money that the people have, but there is so much more to it. Uh, just and and we've talked a lot about kind of what the show is at the beginning of the uh, now in this segment. We're going to be running up against a break, uh, oddly enough. Uh, but just uh, j- let's start with the definition or kind of an understanding of what a high net worth case is. Okay, to me and you, this stuff is really exciting and interesting, <laughs> but for any of your listeners out there who might be nodding off before they listen to this, everybody stop, get a cup of coffee, drink some, and then we'll talk. <laughs> okay. Uh, because it, it is exciting and interesting to me because it helps me figure out how to divide my clients' estates right. in, in the way that's best suited for them, but it can get a little dry. So I'm going to try to keep it, you know, I'm going to try to keep it uh, up on top. Right. Kind of an umbrella view of things, and then we can get down into the details. Well, and I, I, I assure you, I'll make sure that's some fun. We've got some fun music coming okay. up to you All know, right. money, money, Something money, money, right? 
<laughs> Do you have rights for that? Uh, that I th- I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm sorry. Your question was: uh, What is a high net worth okay. case? A high net worth case is uh, there's actually two types of cases which are, are we talk about a lot. There's high conflict cases mm-hmm. and there's high net worth cases. Yeah. And these can um, be both in the same. But today we're talking about specifically, right. even though conflict may be a part. The, the, the financial aspect. Right. So in a high net worth case, when we're talking about just assets, money, debts, liabilities, mm-hmm. um, it, the, the high net worth case, it's, it's an estate that has a high value, very simply, just okay. a high dollar value, right. something probably over $3 million net okay. after okay. you net out all the assets from the liabilities. Uh, and then the question is, is, is it a complicated high value um, estate? Okay. Because if it's not complicated, it doesn't matter how much money it is, it can still be pretty simple how we divide it. Kind of very easily, fairly divided, 50-50, so to speak, but just to put that idea, if it's if it's a not complicated but high net worth. But when we come back from break, we're going to talk about all the different aspects of those that could be more a little bit more complicated in high net worth. So you guys stay tuned. Craig Haston is here, a board certified lawyer, and he and I are going to be talking about high net worth cases. And this might just be very important to you because you might be someone uh, divorcing with that high net worth case. And you're going to hear some things about that. Come on back. We will be right back with Craig Haston. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice. Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters. You've heard them say location, location, location. This is Bill Nampick with Real Estate Matters with Stewart Title. Our new time location is Saturday at 10 a.m. on 100.7 FM, The Word. That's right, we have a new time, 10 o'clock a.m. Saturday. Each and every Saturday, we will continue to inform, entertain, and even inspire with tremendous guests. Real Estate Matters with Stewart Title. Bill Nampick inviting you to join us Saturday at 10 a.m., 100.7 FM. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. 
There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. Laughing with a little bit of that intro music. Money, money. We're talking about money making the world go maybe around and around and around, right? We're back with Craig Haston, and we were talking high net worth divorce cases. And like I always say, I said it earlier, you can have a little fun here in the studio, even though we're talking about a serious and maybe complicated topic. We're talking high net worth, Craig. And one of the things uh, I, we, when we were going on break, we were talking about what a high net worth case is, and there can be complicated, not complicated. So, talk to us a little bit about that complicatedness, if okay. that's a word. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, obviously, I'm going to, before I do that, a, a non complicated estate, sometimes people, they're 65, 70 years old, they may have already retired, um, they have their 401k, maybe a pension payment. Um, a house and a couple of cars, and they may be worth ten million dollars. Uh, pretty simple. Right. It's it's not a whole lot to divide. Okay. Pretty easy numbers. Complication comes in uh, when you're talking about uh, people who might own a company together, mm-hmm. somebody who might be a partner in a company, a partner in a law firm, uh, a doctor who has patents. Uh, you might have people who have deferred compensation benefits that normal regular employees don't have. If you're a CFO or you're a director in a company, you may have uh, benefits called deferred compensation benefits that encompass you know, pr- hundreds of different types of benefit packages that you have to understand each and every one of those because they all have different payment plans, different taxation schedules, mm-hmm. different ways they pay now and in the future. Gets very complicated. Um, th- you have to, you know, you have to understand all of those things in order to be able to determine what the estate is really made up of. Okay. Uh, you get into issues when you have your when you have your own small closely held company. Let's say you you have a small piping company that uh, buys and sells pipe for the oil and gas industry. How are you going to value that? That may be the primary asset in the marital estate. So how are we going to divide? How are we going to first value it? And then once we've determined a value, how do we divide it? Well, obviously, we can't, we're probably not going to be able to sell it. Right. And there's probably maybe not enough cash laying around to buy the other spouse out of what would be their share of that asset. So we have to structure ways in which a person can – we have a structured buyout, which would allow them to um, uh, get paid but also have security for those payments in case somebody stops paying. Right. So the more assets you have – that's when it becomes complicated. Yeah, well, just like anything. I mean, life can be a little bit more complicated as you amass, you know, different, um, you know, assets and so forth in life and, 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 you know, make it busier and that sort of thing. And then right. when you throw in divorce, then we've got to look at all that. And sometimes we don't have that all organized. We may not know it all. And then you as an attorney has to come in. And what I'm hearing is, really have this experience and as it sounds like you you do to really know what so-called things we need to turn over and look under right then yeah and and 
So I heard a couple things, and as a coach, we've learned how we've learned not to stack questions. I have three running in my head right now, so I okay. promise you, I'm not going to stack them. <laughs> I'd have to object as to compound question. <laughs> okay, oh, we're not. We're, <laughs> we're not in trial, sorry. Craig. <laughs> Pardon me, Your Honor. I'm a, uh, I'm a divorce coach, not an attorney. <laughs> You're the attorney, right? <laughs> Uh, but uh, I heard employee benefits, and and you know, as my mind goes to kind of putting myself in the shoes of our listeners, you know, we might think financially just you know bank accounts, but you know, employee benefits can be that can you know a long list of different compensations, even you know, and a lot of people may even just think health insurance, but there's way more than that. So what what are you talking about when you're talking about employee benefits, a, benefits and what are you looking at? It's like at? a cornucopia of yeah. things. Okay. It's just yeah. uh, it's a buffet of it's a buffet. things. Um, well, there's let's let's go big picture. Let's kind of okay. fly up to about 10,000 feet real quick okay. and look down. Ooh, we have, I'm ready. There's there's really two types of employment benefits besides okay. in besides your salary, there's retirement. Okay. And then uh, maybe there's three. There's retirement there is uh, deferred compensation. Okay. And then there is what I call other employee benefits, which are things that maybe aren't that valuable but mean something to people, such as health savings accounts, which you can maybe put five or $6,000 a year into, mm-hmm. uh, which need to be taken into consideration. But the two big ones are retirement and deferred compensation, and, and especially in the high net worth cases. Yeah, absolutely. That retirement is really hitting me uh, with retirement because we're we're often in and as a again as a divorce coach we often work with people to they're they're in their emotional brain and they're mm-hmm. myopically looking just right here right now and what we're talking about is we've got to look at the effects that this divorce is going to happen um, with any case but definitely high net worth cases on into the foreseeable or in, not even the foreseeable future the future right yeah right. so that retirement talk to us more about that well, um, one thing that's really important to people coming into a divorce, uh, quite often, especially with high net worth assets, you have one spouse who is the primary wage earner. True. And then we have True. another spouse who might have stayed home raising the kids or who has had a job but has not been a prime, the primary wage earner or the person who has built up the estate that's being divided, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And that person quite often lets that the other, the parent, the the, the a spouse who has made the money and built the assets to run that, and they don't really have much knowledge of what they have, where it is, yeah. how it works. That's so frequently the case. And they come in scared. They don't know mm-hmm. which side is up, and they don't know what they have. I've had so many clients come into me, and they're so worried they're not going to be able to survive after their divorce. Yeah. And I can look quickly at what they bring me, and I'm like, well, they've got $15 million in assets. This person's 60 years old, and she spends $75,000 a year. She's going to be just fine she's no matter what happens. She's going to be just fine, yes. Um, yeah. But it, it's hard to explain that to them mm-hmm. at that point. So we, what we try to do with our clients is we try to help them understand what they have. Okay. And the way we find out what they have is through, I believe we talked about this briefly in the last case, uh, last time we met, mm-hmm. which is the discovery process. Yes. Um, and that's the process by which we make the other side divulge documentation and data to us that will tell us what the estate is made up of. And, they, and you mean they the other a, side, the other spouse and his or her attorney. Right. And okay. they, it puts a legal obligation on them to provide us the financial information so we can figure out what the estate's made up okay. of. And it's not just by here, bring your 
As we talk, I know we talked about the shoebox before, but it's a legal obligation. I'm hearing you say that they that they the, the legal requirement that they bring and divulge all this information. Right, and it's it's a general process we call discovery. Okay, but there's other ways that I've learned a long time ago um, that if you're hoping that the other spouse who is out there working every day to make money and bring an income. Uh, is going to be able to give you all the documentation you need to really get a clear picture of everything the estate has, Mm -hmm. you're not always going to get that. Or you're going to get it in drips and drabs. Mm -hmm. So uh, we mentioned retirement benefits is Mm -hmm. one of the two biggest assets um, in employment law, in uh, employment and divorce. Um, One of the things we do is that we always send what we call a deposition on a written question to the person's employer. And we ask for their entire packet of employment benefits Mm. and the employer they're geared to do that they have their entire employment file we then get everything that that person has with that company it's entirely legal and it helps everybody understand uh what the what that person has in the way of employment benefits so i'm glad you said it's entirely legal because that's where a question was coming up for me so the employer knows that this is legal and they won't give you any hard time they know that they they can and and will provide that because this person is a legally married spouse to this person. So there's no confidentiality issues? No. There? they okay. Unless unless they've signed a non-disclosure agreement with the okay. company, then sometimes a spouse or I, on behalf of my client, will also have to sign a non-disclosure agreement in order to be able to look at the data. Okay. But uh, even when it's my own client, quite often I have clients that are worth 15 to 25, 30 million dollars, and they're, t- they're too busy doing their job every day to know what they have. Right. Yeah. And and I do the same thing with their own company that I would to the other spouse's company. And then my client's like, huh, I didn't realize I had <laughs> 20,000 shares but of restricted stock. But isn't that kind of life, though? I mean, and again, here we go. We, we find out life skills as we're talking about the, the unraveling of a marriage, the untying of a marriage. Uh, but, you know, not that anybody wants to go to divorce, I, I say that often, is I don't think you get married going, ah, I'm going to get divorced, right? At least I hope you don't. Um, <laughs> I, don't another, think I, I don't think I that's don't, in the vows anywhere. I don't think it's in the vows. Just in case I get divorced. But but what I think people don't think about is, and, and you know, I'm guilty of it as well, is we're so busy and we those little things kind of stack up and we may not really know everything that we have. So a good life skill for anything that might come into our future is to get this information down as best we can, knowing about what we actually have in employee benefits, you know, those sorts of things. Not with the th- thought that you're going to go to divorce, but yeah. I think one of the most frustrating things for people going through divorces mm-hmm. is the fact that they have to get their financial life together <laughs> and down on paper. Yeah. Because how I, I, I'm going to raise my hand. How many of us out there? Um, sit down on a regular basis, update the schedule of our assets and liabilities. Oh. Most people don't. Our they father would, did. Yes, <laughs> that's one person we know. Uh, but I didn't we learn. Did I didn't get learn that well. Gene. No, uh, you don't want to. It's kind of like getting a will done. You just you don't. It's something that you'll do one day, but you don't. But yeah. when you but a divorce, as we've said, is a lot it like a it. is somebody dying, yeah. and this is a, just as in, when somebody dies, you have to make a um, an inventory of the person's estate. Right. We have to make an inventory of the party's estate, and we don't want to leave anything out because if we do, we're going to have consequences down, down the, road. the road. Yeah, and so one of the things we're talking about down the road. So um, I think that one of the other questions that came up with this retirement or, uh, you said deferred and that gave me kind of a future picture. What's this deferred? 
deferred compensation and deferred employee benefits, they are a really fun area. <laughs> There's so fun much with fun. a capital F. It just yeah. No, it they really they really they're very interesting because it's amazing once you start learning about them how many different types of de- deferred compensation benefits there are for highly highly uh, high high level wage earners. Right, right, right. Um and really the idea that people have to think about is why are there so many? Well, it's the company that's giving them the benefits. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at the motivation behind the company as to why they're giving that particular kind of benefit. If a company needs a certain uh, tax write-off in a year or if a company needs to move their uh, tax basis for something uh, two years down the road, they will give a certain type of benefit. Okay. Or if they want to do something different tax-wise or they want to lower their income for that year, then, they will, then they'll give a different type of benefit. So there's all sorts of things to this retirement deferred benefit the future we are up to a break again we are going to come back and dig a little bit deeper into these details you guys stay tuned we're talking about high net worth cases with craig haston stay with us here's today's two minute tip courtesy of me today's tips are about what to do if you are faced with divorce first And I say this very seriously, make sure this is the only option for you. Talk it through and make sure this is really the step you want to take. If there's a chance to reconcile, I suggest you try. In my opinion, I don't think you will ever, ever regret that. Divorce isn't something that is easily reversed once the process starts. And as you'll hear me say repetitively, you may think it will be all easy and amicable, but my experience, that is not the norm. Next, Who do you talk it through with? Many people go to their pastor, and that's definitely a good idea, but many also talk it over with friends and family. That may not be the best idea because they often aren't objective. That's where a trained and certified divorce coach can come in. Your conversations with a coach are confidential. Coaches are objective, and a divorce coach can help you think through and process all that may happen in a divorce. Third, if children are involved, Put their welfare first. Don't use them to get back at your spouse. And above all else, they are the most important. Next, as we're talking about today, get your finances, including assets and debts, in order and written down. A divorce coach can help you prepare and provide you forms to make the process easier, getting you ready to meet with an attorney. Speaking of an attorney, and uh, last but not least, do your research. Decide what you want in your attorney. Look online and evaluate their website and also ratings and reviews. Ask for referrals and interview at least three, even if it's by phone. You know, these are only a few of the tips that I offer you personally as someone who has been through divorce and as a certified divorce coach. There are many more. Please call me if I can walk the path with you through this process and listen each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. Please share this episode with those who will benefit. You can find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call us at 281-944-8043. And make sure to follow us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. I feel like getting up and and dancing kind of like a little marionette or something or <laughs> what that was that was another theme song for money 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 
What? Do you know what that is? Is that every morning? I, I, sh- <laughs> I do. I do. To you get properly motivated. Me. Yes. No, I don't dance to that. I don't dance to that. But I might because that's kind of fun, right? <laughs> we are talking high net worth cases in divorce today. And we are here still with Craig Haston. Very important to talk about this because there are so many details to think about and consider. And we were, as we were coming um, in the in the second segment, we were talking about de- deferred uh, benefits, employee under employee benefits, and these are some things that we may not think about in div- divorce, especially in a high net worth case. And we're talking about the future, so let's continue talking about this. And I'm I'm seeing, um, you know, one of the things that came up, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to stack a question. Uh, because I, 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 we talk in stock options. That's future. But then I'm seeing this thing called golden parachutes. And I'm thinking we're kind of talking super lawyer, superhero. Do you have a golden parachute with you? What are we talking about here? <laughs> this is an ex- area in which people either having a lot of fun with the names or they are really big comic book fans because the names all have uh, kind of like exotic sounds like you've got shots you've got stock options you've got phantom stocks you've got poison pill you have golden handcuffs (laughs) you have golden parachutes and um, all of these have meaning and they're almost a jestful uh, name for something but if you think about where the name comes from it really does explain why it's called that well i'm thinking parachutes that's to me when i think about a parachute that's something that's going to save me that's going to protect me when i'm I'm falling is so it's a gold. Here's why it's a golden parachute. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because, um, the, uh, the company is the plane and, um, and the plane kicks you out the back door with a golden parachute. Oh, so you don't, particularly want to leave no but they need they want you to leave because they're restructuring or they're merging or they're doing something like that so what do they do they offer you a package okay that's your golden parachute ah because they're give incentivizing you to leave and giving you a really nice big package that you wouldn't have otherwise been entitled to had you just left and gone on to another job and so you don't go back and make you know problems for them and And you won't sue them and you sign a waiver of liability (laughs) and everything else and that's why it's golden because it's so good you can't you Same. just have to take it you, have you can't to take say it. no yeah okay so so how does that come into play in divorce with this golden parachute or um golden handcuffs as you said well uh quite often you know unfortunately especially in the city of houston and the surrounding areas we're in the oil and gas business and yeah. companies that were at the whim of the market uh, companies are constantly restructuring, and you may be in the middle of a, of a case with a very high net worth client mm-hmm. who's the CFO of a company, and he just got replaced, and he's been offered a golden parachute. Um, and it's a really nice package. He gets five years of salary all at once in one really big package. Okay. He's given a bunch of maybe a bunch of company stock, or they decide to go ahead and buy him out of his restricted stock or his stock options or what other uh, of those uh, – those deferred employment benefits, they might have had to wait another five years to get. They may just go ahead and buy them out of that now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well as give them a huge dollar amount to make them leave, sign a non-disclosure agreement, and then also sign a waiver of any uh, potential legal uh, trouble they may give them in the future. Okay, so they're getting that, and then they divorce. And how do you separate all that? Well, that that's where it gets really interesting, because okay. uh, one there's one school of thought uh, – depending on the side of the case you're on, right. that says, <laughs> well, I would have had to work another five years to earn that money. Mm-hmm. And the other side says, yeah, but you got it all now. 
And if you got it all now, it was awarded and given during the time that we were married, and therefore it's community property. There's case law that kind of leans one way and kind of leans the other way. Okay. Uh, so quite often that's what leads parties to settle their cases because they don't want to go try that, try that issue in court and have to take it up and be a guinea pig for the Court of Appeals. So that's one of the reasons that that's a very difficult area to figure out because it can be a lot of money involved, quite often over one to two million dollars in assets. Um, The other thing is that it, it, you know, quite often those people at those high levels of income and those high level jobs, there's not that many of those jobs available. True, true, true. And most of those people aren't going to be looking for, you know, the the manager of a of a section type job. They want to be a CFO. So they may be unemployed for two or three years. Yeah. So when you start dividing the estate, they're going to say, well, wait a second. Why, why should you get more of the estate when I'm the one without a job? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know, why should it not be 50-50? Maybe you did stay home for 15 years, but now I'm out of a job and I don't have any prospects. And by the way, my buddy Joe, who also got laid off as CFO two years ago, still doesn't have a job. Right. So that's when we start talking about whether it's going to be a disproportionate division of the estate or not based on the ability of a person to earn versus the other the other person who is not currently earning. It gets really it can get very complicated. It's uh, it's definitely sounding like that and that's where we were talking about before kind of turning over all of these so-called I know we're, we're just using metaphors all over the place from parachutes to handcuffs <laughs> to and now leaves and planes and all these sorts of things but turning over those those leaves is that where you would bring in some sort of like a forensic accountant or something like that in that situation? Well, that one, that was just more than anything, pure lawyering. Okay. Uh, that, that is just horse trading as we call it, okay. you know, and, and that's, and, I'm hearing that real quickly though, is pure lawyer, lawyering. That's why you want a lawyer um, because you reference case law and you know what's going to happen if you don't follow that case law and, you know, end up in the court of appeals and be, you know, like you said, the guinea pig, there's another metaphor for you. Right. <laughs> Right. It's now the show of metaphors, not superheroes and money. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it is, and every one of these things. Um, so the opposite of a golden parachute is golden handcuffs. Okay. A parachute, they want you to leave. Handcuffs, okay. they want you to stay. Oh. They're okay. still golden uh, because they're giving you enough benefits to make you want to stay. Besides okay. your salary. Okay. So one of the things they do is they pay you a, a significant in- salary. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty nice bonus structure. Okay. And then they give you something called stock options, or they give you something called performance units, or they give you something called restricted stock, or phantom stock, or all these other types of any kind of, we were just talking earlier about all these different things they these could names, give you yeah. based on what benefits the company. But what's What's unique to all of these things is that they usually vest over a period of three to five years. Ah, so you got to stay right three years to get the full benefit to get it right. And if you stay, then you get it. So right. you're going to be less incentivized to leave to go take another job that might pay you a little more money. If the stock options that you got, or if the restricted stock you got, is going to be worth a significant amount of money if you just hang around for another two or three years. So we've got these options that you're going to get in, you know, three to five years or however long, but you're getting divorced now, but you don't have the money now. How does that happen? How do you divide that? All of these assets uh, are called, they're contingent assets because most of them will go away if you leave the company. If you quit, you lose them. If you um, if you get laid off, you may lose them, or they may use that as part of the golden parachute. Right. 
um, to pay you out. But um, you have to look at them as contingent, meaning that they may happen or they may not happen. Uh, and I never want my clients to base their um, decision in dividing their estate on whether, you know, putting all those eggs in that one basket and say, well, I want all of my husband's contingent assets. That's always a bad idea because mm-hmm. that means there's high risk. There may be high reward, but there's also high risk. Right. Uh, and we want to balance the risk with the reward, possibilities of stability of reward. Uh, so we divide those. Usually we will divide them in kind, which means each party is 50-50. Okay. Uh, but then we run into questions like, well, if it's a three-year uh, payout, or it takes three years before you can earn it, and we're at a year and a half right now where we're getting, in, getting divorced, who owns what? Okay. Well, the family code says that the first year and a half – so far where you are right now is owned by the community estate. The next year and a half after the divorce will be owned by the party who, who has the benefit. So what we're really dividing is half of half in that case. Does that make sense? It, it makes it makes sense, but really what's coming up for me is how complicated this really can get and why you want somebody that has, like for example, your your experience or maybe somebody who is trained who maybe works along with you that really digs in deep to this financial aspect. And I think I recall last time when you were on the show, we were talking about that divorce really is uh, about the division of the financial assets and dollars and that sort of, mm-hmm. and children. Yes. Um, there's also the emotional component in there, but those are the two keep important. And it can just go, you know, so deep. And you, you mentioned these stock options and that's mm-hmm. exactly what I was thinking about this, this vested idea of the future. So I'm also hearing that we have to really think about the future. So what is maybe a, a tip that uh, you could give people who may be considering divorce in the middle of it right now um, that, that they're, they're, you know, that they've got a f- large, you know, um, estate, so to speak, looking into the future, what maybe would you say is probably one of the best things that they should look at? You know, oh, I've got the answer to that. Oh, you do? I've got an answer for you. Okay. Um, when there is millions of dollars on the line, mm-hmm. very complicated assets on the line, yes, family law attorneys, we're, we're intelligent, we've been to school, we've worked very hard, and we have to know a lot about a lot. Yeah, you and, do. And you have to know the layer, you have to peel off layer after layer. We were talking about employee benefits which have tax consequences, and we didn't even get into that. And we're about to because my brain is already going there. (laughs) But when we come back from the break, the main answer I'm going to give you is that when so much money is at stake, it's important to bring in a financial specialist to help everybody with the planning of the division for the client's future. And preserve the wealth and even maybe grow it. Correct. Would that be fair? That's exactly right. Okay, good. Well, So we've been kind of talking about what it is – all the complications, and now we're going to talk about the future and some other elements of the case that we might want to look at that maybe you haven't thought of. So you guys stay with us. Such great, helpful information, and we are going to hear much more great, helpful information about money involved in divorce with Craig Haston. Come on back. Do you think you've been left? And there is no one to The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through divorce or they know someone who is or has. 
It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions, real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and your services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. That one kind of scares me. Money, 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 money. And you know, we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about high net worth cases and, uh, and, and some people might be feeling a little bit scared by the <laughs> topics that we're talking about or this topic. But that's what we're here for. We're here with Craig Haston, a family law attorney in the Houston, Texas area, and one who works with high net worth cases. And you, you want an attorney on your side uh, who knows about all, not only you know the, the nuts and bolts of it, so to speak, uh, yet yeah, again, a metaphor. Um, <laughs> but we were talking about the future that we may not think about how that's going to necessarily divide when you may not have things that are completely tangible. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. What we begin to talk about was taxes. <laughs> yeah. So if everybody's not asleep already from that other conversation, time for another sip of coffee. Yeah. Time to wake up and maybe we'll play some more money, 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 money. Maybe money we should music. just sing for the I last Maybe bit. we should. <laughs> but no, I think really taxes, that's, that's, that's huge and important because we don't necessarily know the tax consequences and we might think there are tax consequences. So then we're scared to act. We're scared. We're just scared in this situation. But let's talk taxes when we're talking divorce, high net worth, and future planning. So let's talk about taxes. Uh, first of all, I know more about tax law when it comes to divorces than I ever thought I wanted to know or <laughs> cared to know. I, I get that. But, but good. Good thing that you do. I'm sure your clients but, are happy about that. But because it's important, I've studied it. And yet... There are lawyers who are board certified in tax law. There are lawyers who have what they call an LLM in tax law, which is a master's. It's another year of law school just in tax areas. Wow. CPAs are a valuable resource for tax issues. Um, Never trust a family law attorney who is not also a CPA that tells you they know everything about tax law. Okay. Because they are wrong. They don't. We should know enough to know that we don't know and we can never know because we haven't been trained in it. And, and that's when not, you're really wise that you know you don't know enough. You're going to bring – do you bring someone in? That's what my daddy always told me. Is when you know <laughs> my you daddy don't know. too. <laughs> if, if you know you don't know, then you're, at least you have some insight into who you are. <laughs> but I've learned through working with um, experts. Okay. I've learned through reading articles. I've learned through – 
it's going to be hard to say, reading the tax code. Oh, um, such fun. That's your spare time. IRS revenue rulings <laughs> uh, and case law. Uh, that I have a I have a very good understanding of taxes in general related to um, uh, divorces, especially high net worth divorces and complicated cases. And what that all that knowledge teaches me is that when I have a case with significant assets and significant complication, I need another professional professional to bring into that case to help me do my job to the best of my ability for my client. Ah. Because you don't want to find yourself going. Hmm, I wonder how that might tax affect my client if I get her that asset. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're wanting you to wonder about that. Well, well, if you have a CPA in your in your case who's helping you evaluate that, you can just turn to them, ask them, and they have the answer. And so when that happens, um do you do, do does the client interview the CPA or you 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 as the specialist as you as the attorney have a resource, a pool of folks you can go to who are CPAs that you trust to bring in? I choose the specialist. You choose the specialist. Okay. Um, I know what's best. I know okay. who's best. Okay. I know who is going to have all the answers. Uh, and depending on the type of complicated financial issue we're dealing with, I choose a certain type of professional. Okay. With- so if I have a case where it's just very complicated and there's lots of tax issues that are involved, but mm-hmm. we have a general understanding of the va- of the values of the assets, but the taxation issues and what's going to happen, how best can we get... The, the right mix of assets and income for our client uh, post-divorce, mm-hmm. that's where I bring in somebody who is a CPA, uh, somebody who has been working in the family law arena as a CPA and who has also worked with clients, sometimes even in estate planning, um, because we have to look to the future. What kind of package are we going to get for this particular client that's going to give them the best financial future uh, especially if they're not the one who made all the money. Right, right. You know, if the other person made all the money, they know how to keep making money. But if this is the basket of eggs that your client is going to get, let's say their net basket is worth $6 million and they're 45 years old, we need to help them not end up being like a lottery winner and being broke in two years. Right, right. And, the, you know, that's something that we don't often think about. And I'm I'm kind of hearkening back again into uh, my... Um, my divorce, and I won't go into the details of it, but one of the things was, you know, I had future income that was to come into me. And because of some things that were done that I I didn't, you know, I look back now, I didn't get those dollars. And I look back now, you know, was that a blind spot on my part? Was that a blind spot, you know, on my attorney? Was there any sort of protection that would have given me, and there, there actually was, and I didn't exercise it. It was my own choice, but I know you're rolling your eyes at me, but <laughs> that's okay. But you know, I, you know, I can see that hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And, um, and and so I think that's one thing. If I could, if myself, and you know, in this final segment, we always go into kind of those tips, and mm-hmm. I always ask my my guests those. What are you know, final thoughts, final tips, but. What I'm hearing in here uh, as we come to the close of the show is that we really need to look to the future and have a team around us that we're willing to listen to, uh, even though we're in the midst of this emotional upheaval to not think only about today, but the future and what the future could look like. And that's why you want folks like yourself thinking about that this knows this tax law, tax law that can have 
positive or uh, adverse benefits, because we ultimately want to come out of this whole thing as a whole person. Uh, so that's kind of my final tip to, or my final thought of this, to anyone who's considering divorce, look into the future as well. Find people around you that, that know how to look into the future um, and, and don't be afraid of looking into that future and put some things in place take the advice of people who might, you know, attorneys and so forth, your team that might suggest that what we've talked a lot about a lot of different things with regards to high net worth cases, Craig, what are some of your final thoughts regarding uh, what we've talked about so far, or maybe something else? Well, uh, if your lawyer tells you that they're an expert in tax law, make sure they have a CPA before you believe them. Okay. Number two, if you're going to hire a lawyer in, in a uh, complicated case, whether it be financial or child related, make sure they're board certified by the state bar. Okay. Uh, It's a very complicated, difficult process to become qualified to even take the test in the first place. And the passage rate is not much more than 50%. So if somebody is board certified, they've really done a lot to get there. Uh, Another organization that's really important, if you're looking for high quality lawyers in high net worth cases, very complicated issues, is called AAML. It's the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. And you're one of those. I happen to be one. Well, look at that. Congratulations. Uh, and, you, and a super and, lawyer. And not trying to <laughs> ring, ding my own bell, ding, ding. But um, but there are there's quite a, Houston has quite a few AAML lawyers, and Texas does as well. Texas is a very strong K, uh, state in highly qualified family law attorneys. Uh, but across the United States, there's only about 1,500 of us. Oh, wow. So it's a pr- it's very hard to get into. It takes a lot of high-level recommendations to get into. Those lawyers, you can pick just about anybody on the list in Houston, and you'll have a great lawyer, whether it's me or somebody else. You want somebody. Another tip is find somebody who you believe cares about what happens to you. Yeah. Uh, most of us who do what I do, especially my, my co-friends in the AAML, we care very much about our clients and their outcome. We we don't just get paid money to do what we do. We do it because we have a passion for what we do. Right. We have a passion for helping people. Yeah. Um, a few other things people need to remember is uh, always look at the tax returns. Always look at every schedule of the tax return. And if you can't read it, have your financial professional do it. Um, there's a wealth of information in that. Um, and if your lawyer acts like they know everything about the finances in a highly complicated financial case, please ask them if they if it would be better to have a financial professional brought in to aid in the sorting of all these complicated financial matters. Right. Because a good lawyer knows that you need that person, and that's why we have them. And a good lawyer knows when... They don't know it all. They're honest, and that's that caring component. And, you know, same thing as I get to work with attorneys as a divorce coach. You know, one of my goals as a divorce coach is to help people through this process just like yourself, and then there are definitely attorneys out there, and to help them think through as a thinking partner. You know, I hope that you'll listen into the Divorce Coaching Hour, whether you're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it, or if you know someone faced with it. My guests and I, like Craig, are here to walk the path with you and provide you information, insight, and support when you need it most. So thank you, Craig. Super lawyer, Craig Haston. Thank you. I appreciate the time. I appreciate you asking me to be here again. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you for listening today. It's my prayer that this show helps someone 
in your life or you. Find us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. You can also find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you next Saturday right here on 100.7 KKHT The Word. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.